0: Hey, good afternoon. Hope you've been having a good day. I just wanted to talk about the uh, Mars and Uranus conjunction. It's currently happening in Aries in Vedic astrology, the sidereal. So, the last time Mars and Uranus conjunct was 2007, 29th of April. And the the North Node is conjunct in there as well. And back in 2007, I was just... This morning, I was... Just trying to think what was happening back then. What, um, in my personal life and just in general. So, 2007 was when the iPhone was launched, and I remember. I remember the place i was working at still it was still quite old-fashioned it was still like dial-up internet was being used um it didn't seem like it was commonplace like it is today we've got a super fast cable internet so in the space of 15 years it's gone from dial-up modems to cable internet being pretty much everywhere Wi-Fi being everywhere mobile internet on your phone Um, and that kind of relates to the iPhone as well when that was released or announced in 2007 that changed the way that that people live really I think the majority of people have got a phone and majority of people that have a phone probably don't use it just for phone calls. Every phone's got a camera. also got two cameras and you can go on the internet and do all sorts of stuff. This is quite a uh, That's quite a revolutionary step in just 15 years to go from being fixed to a telephone socket to being able to walk, to walk anywhere and get access to information on a device that fits in your pocket. Now, for me personally, back in 2007, um, I'd been back in the UK for three years after moving from... I moved to Hong Kong in 2001 and then moved back to the UK in 2004. Then I started working and... 2006 I think 2005, 2006 I started going back to visit friends in Hong Kong and then sort of the end of 2006, 2007 that's when I kind of got the urge to to leave the UK again and go back to Hong Kong I didn't really consider going anywhere else it was primarily Hong Kong and I think I think the conjunction happened when it happened in 2007 I think it was in my 11th house which is friendship or relationships and that's pretty much what took me back to Hong Kong and it was weird I mean I was booking I was going back sort of as often as I could. So when I had holidays available. But the thing is I was getting flights for ridiculously cheap prices. Otherwise I would have I would not have been able to afford it. Cause I wasn't earning a lot of money back then. But somehow I kept finding these I kept finding these flights that were affordable and I was able to go back for a week or two at a time and then eventually I was introduced to my partner in 2006 and then we kept in touch over the phone and then in 2007 I decided to quit my job and to move to Hong Kong one of my friends had done the same he moved from Australia back to Hong Kong because he'd finished university and and all that stuff Um, and he he had a partner in Hong Kong so we kind of followed the same path at that point and he's the guy that um I don't know if you've listened to all my discussions but one of them I mentioned how we first met is basically I was on a bus going out of the city and he was on a bus coming into the city and I mean it was just sort of like one of those moments both the buses stopped directly opposite each other and then I saw these two guys on the bus opposite I think my friend at the time had bright bleach bright blonde hair and always wore like bright shirts and things like that so it was quite noticeable but it was only when um, it was only when I actually started at the school I was going to that I just so happened to sit next to him in the assembly and then we got talking we had common interests and then that that was pretty much it we were best friends for about about 20 years and then we kind of went different paths he got a little bit into addiction and And I needed to stay away from that. But anyway, we both we were both drawn back to Hong Kong in 2007. I think that was because maybe we weren't. We were never supposed to leave. We're supposed to finish out whatever it was needed to be finished and I think for me that was finding my partner and then eventually leaving Hong Kong again in 2008 coming back to the UK and then we moved to a different part of England we moved to Leeds moved to Coventry first for a month and then to Leeds And and that was pretty much it from Earth for 15 years and then now we're at the next conjunction of of Mars, Uranus and the North Node and all these conjunctions are happening over over my natal North Node. So, it's been kind of adding a bit of intensity to, to what I've been experiencing. So much so that I remember, I remember in 2007, I was so adamant that I wanted a relationship. I just wanted to, to be with someone. That's just what I felt. I needed it at that that time, and then then when I I met my partner, it was just a big long learning process. There's a lot of dynamics in relationships that are difficult to grasp especially if uh, if you've never really been in a long-term relationship before you don't really know what is right or wrong but I was still quite young back then I didn't really have any I didn't really trust my feeling Um, I would always kind of suppress it and like that's something I remember I remember having feelings and doubts. This was some years after we'd been together. And I would always suppress it. And I think... Wow. Yeah, I would always suppress it. So I think I kind of got, put on the hook for that because from about 2009, 2010 up until maybe about 2012 maybe Sorry about that, it's very noisy today. Up until 2012, I was kind of forced to, to recognise all the problems, to go over them all again. Like It's like having a recurring nightmare, just repeating over and over and over, and it wasn't until... wasn't until I acknowledged them, until I acknowledged the, what it the, what actually meant, that it was something to be learning from, that I had to reconcile, had to reconcile all those feelings. And it gets difficult, it gets more difficult to do that the more time that passes because the, the lesson's got to come a bit more, like a little less, uh, a little less nice, it's got to be a bit more assertive to make you learn. Well, that, that's my, that was my experience anyway, it was almost like I was being forced to learn these lessons to acknowledge that what was happening wasn't right that the situation I was in in the relationship wasn't right and every everything that kind of happened was happening for a reason where it was essentially just trying to Pushed me away from being in a relationship Because it was so much, Just thinking between the period of The last 15 years I think every Four to six years There's been something uh, Some kind of event that's tested the relationship Or that's, that's brought something to light Um But yeah, it wasn't, it was probably about two years ago I fully, I stopped uh, kind of suppressing things and kind of fully acknowledged the way I was feeling and yeah, fully acknowledged the way I was feeling and not, not suppress it so using that as, as a guide as opposed to looking around to see what's going on so it's, kind of, it's been the same pattern that's happened over and over the only thing that happened the pattern um, the pattern's kind of been closed out this time because typically things would get to a point And then there would kind of be like a... It would almost be like... It would almost be like a sacrifice. You kind of sacrifice your integrity or or something just to have the relationship back again. It's kind of discrediting and discarding all your feelings and all your everything that had happened and everything that you should have learned from it. But this time it's... This time it's very different. Because my partner... She... Even though she initiated... Um, the separation... She, she doesn't know why. She, she still questioned... She was telling me yesterday that she doesn't really know doesn't really know how, how she feels or how I feel and all I could say was that I was happy because I do feel happy I don't feel uh, I still I still feel um, constrained to a degree because she still she still tries to apply her ideals um, particularly if I if I go out and she comes home with the kids she can kick up a fuss and say why didn't you tell anyone where you were going and I'm thinking you don't have the right to to ask that and then um, she might question why I don't do certain things with the kids like taking them out Uh, Just spending money on them. And I just explained to her that that's something that she feels she needs to do. But I don't. I don't need to spend money to spend time with my kids. I spend time with them every day at home. It's uh, it's, it's like an ideal. It's an idealism. And that's how the relationship was. She wasn't happy with... Who I am And she wanted to change me And that was throughout the whole relationship And Because that stopped in the last two years Because I said I'm not I'm not, do- I'm not allowing that anymore I set boundaries I set a boundary on that That when she Brought something up like that I would tell her Tell her what it meant what what she was doing what she was asking and then I would say no and then more often than not she would try and manipulate the situation into making me feel guilty but I think the the story the long I guess the short of it is the pattern's been broken because I'm trusting how I feel and uh, she can't really manipulate the situation anymore and I think that's why she's a bit confused and I think she may have been, I I don't know, It, it feels like she may have been using the whole... Separation thing is a bluff to to make me come round to her way of thinking again but because that isn't happening um, yeah I think she's just a bit confused but I think this was this was leading up anyway because I knew that I knew a few months ago I just felt that the relationship was going to end and it wasn't like I'd changed my behaviour in a way to make it end it was just I was more aware of what was going on within the relationship as opposed to just letting things happen to me I was responding and trying to apply boundaries so that prevents certain things like arguments but it's kind of uh I've learned that in the situation I've been in in the relationship I can't win either way so what's the what's the point in carrying on like that so, so this kind of it's been 15 years since the conjunction Mars Uranus and that's the conjunction again. I think it's, I think it's at its closest today on the first of August, and still conjunct my north node. And kind of the highlights of two thousand and seven, when it last happened, was. ...quitting my job and moving to a different country... ...and... uh, ...getting into a relationship... ...a long-term... ...a really long-term relationship... ...so it's kind of... ...it's kind of unwinding... ...it's like... ...between 2007 and 2012... ...I was kind of given warning signs to that this isn't right that something needs to change and then 2016 again like one of the biggest kind of shake ups and then three years and I think that was like the culmination that was kind of like that was it that was kind of like solidified because then for the next two to three years it was um, kind of being locked up yeah and dealing with dealing with all that for two or three years but now it's it's been it's been so it's been it's been three years since 2019, and this is kind of the the closing art of that. It's just it's just ironic that it's it's at the same time of the conjunction happening, and I'd been talking about. Uh, ...going overseas somewhere... ...maybe to the States... ...either to the US... ...or to... Uh, ...South America... ...Mexico... ...so it's possible... ...um... ...there's just one thing that... ...there's one thing that's been kind of limiting... It's been it's been a few months now, and it's got it's about another about another two months until it's until the aspects kind of closed out. It's my Saturn transit Saturn is square my Natal Saturn in the tenth house, and my Natal Saturn's in the sixth house. And it's weird that before that happened, a lot of change I made a lot of changes to my health. stopped smoking, stopped eating meat, cut down on sugar. Um, I did more started doing more exercise. Um, I used to exercise once once a day. No, I do two times a day and I go walking for about three hours three or four hours a day So that kind of health kick it looks like it was maybe something related to that because um it could cause could cause health problems or maybe it's just you're more prone to it but I guess um, the things I've done have been to remove all the, the unhealthy things from from daily life But then the what I've been feeling about about career and, and work it's been a bit I didn't want, I don't want to go back to the same work I've been doing for the last 10 years. It just doesn't feel it just doesn't feel right. And I've kind of been I've been considering other avenues Like uh, taking leadership roles Or or something like Not Not specific to what I've been doing before But something I've just been looking for something But it's kind of been blocked At the minute I'm not Like I've, I've got no clarity on it I don't know what I want to do. And it'd be interesting to see over the next few weeks how that plays out. Because I think it is the beginning of... I think it's the 9th of September is when the aspect uh, disappears. So it's getting weaker now. It's kind of culminated already. So I'll see in the next few weeks what happens with that. But in 2007, when I quit my job, I went to Hong Kong and all I had was the money that I'd saved up. So I didn't have any income or anything like that. Just what I'd taken with me. No, I did I did go with the intention of getting a job there, but because the because I don't really know the native language that well. I can understand it, but not really speak it. And every place I went to they they wouldn't even give you an interview unless you had a degree, a university degree. And because I never saw the never really saw a reason for me to go to university I didn't really have a chance but I did manage to get some some work teaching English because anyone that's a native English speaker that's got an English accent they they'll they'll give you a job Cause they, it's the accent That they want to um, That the kids want That they want the kids to have really And then after I only did that for a few months And then Then I got a call from my old boss Who asked me to do some work for them hoping to train someone up And it was, that was all entirely remote. So, something I'd never done before. I'd never. Like the concept of remote working or working from home was not really a thing back then. Because the company I was working at didn't really have technology just wasn't available or it was too expensive to be able to offer that they could do remote working from different offices but but that was pretty much it so for me to be remote working then was something a bit unheard of really But nah, no, 15 years later, it's like commonplace. Everyone, Everyone's doing it, they can do it. When everyone was told to lock themselves down, that's the only way some people could work, was to work remotely. So, so now it's like I'm kind of just waiting for, for next uh next way to go really I'm not really too sure what what to expect but Yeah.